Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work. So I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire i'm gonna set up the speaker and i'm gonna listen to mike shope and the bulldog i think this is the best mike shope feature that i've heard in a long time i think his flow is really good on it and i like his aggressiveness on it and the bulldog put not enough effort in it i think overall his flow was good but I don't like that mobile wrapping. That was my review of Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Didn't need the spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer. You know that feeling when you... It's very apparent to you that any second now you're going to start sweating. Like like a pre... You're in like a pre-sweat state. Like maybe there's a little, little under your eyes, a little tacky, you, you, back of your neck. You start to feel a little. You're not not quite at like sweat rolling down to your underneath your man boobs yet, but like you're you're that you're there. You just feel it. That just happened to me. Like the, the music started playing. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling good. Oh, Mike's got the day off. We're gonna talk some hockey. I got some guests lined up, and I'm just sitting here like, oh no, oh oh no. And like I and all right, see like adrenaline. I'm gonna start the show. That you know, I know this doesn't seem like a. Uh, it's not a physical. Uh, it's not a taxing uh, performance, but there is adrenaline involved here, and that is. I I, can, oh, I feel I feel gross. It's so hot in here. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it's it's pretty toasty. In there. It's pretty just, toasty. And to make man, I I did this to myself. I made a choice at about 2.30. 
just, you know, hardly anybody's here ever anymore, including me, but I'm here, I'm in studio and while I'm walking around and like, oh, this is the Keurig. Oh, oh, look, there's a whole box of, uh, okay, well, you know, I think, um, yeah, let's, let's try some coffee. Let's have some. So I've ha- I had a cup. I said to Zach about 10 minutes ago, I'm going in for cup number two. Let's see what happens. And now, literally, like there's, I have a sheen on my body. Uh, and so the the caffeine is surely not helping. No, the situation. No, 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 no. no. Uh, but so I, I, to an extent, I feel like I've done this to myself. But the I would rather have not been aware of it before I started. Like I, if I just started, and I started saying, oh, "Well, that happens all the time. I'm used to this." But knowing, like. Is there anything I can do? Can I talk quieter? Maybe if I don't pour every bit of my living soul into this first segment, I'll avoid soaking through a shirt that I have plans to go out in in four hours. Mm, Too late for that. (laughs) Here we are. Hey, anyway, happy Friday. It's beautiful. The weekend forecast sounds fantastic. Sunday, even better than tomorrow. And so, I don't know. I'm... Again, I'm here. I can hear Brayton Wilson conducting phone interviews with town supervisors about golf courses opening. And so, you know, good vibes. Everyone's feeling good. I'm going to try to talk about the hockey team for a little while here, and I hope that doesn't spoil it for anyone. Because I do think as uh, disappointing as this season has been, and at times, I think I, I said a couple of weeks ago, maybe I – this happened with the Bills too. I, I hit a like a sort of a low point with the Sabres where even thinking about talking about them on the air, like warning signs would flash. I'm like, okay, no, we want people to listen. We do not want people to run away from their radios and, and turn on, you know, whatever, music or, you know, I don't know, Bowerly, whatever. It just – we want you to be here, and it has felt for a while, like, to me, I was worried, hey, let's talk about the Sabres. <laughs> see you later, everybody. I'll, I'll just be over here talking to myself. We'll see how that goes, uh, but I want to start there. We have a lot of football. There's a lot of, a lot of newsy stuff with football, mostly in the form of people talking at the Combine and 40 times and vertical jumps. And, look, I'm not above digging into all that. We'll do plenty of that today. Sal Capaccio, fresh off of being at the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis, will be on with us in about an hour uh, at 4 o'clock, sort of recap the week that was and sort of map out the path ahead for the Bills in this offseason. Matthew Collar, our old buddy who's been in Minnesota now for many years, very interesting offseason for the Vikings. They've got a Justin Jefferson contract to work out. They've got to figure out what, if anything, they're doing with Kirk Cousins. Um, and so we'll talk with Matthew about that and other issues pertaining to the Vikings and that division and the NFL in general. And then Paul will be back. So we have like a football sandwich, get some hockey to start. And then we'll have Paul Hamilton on at six, uh, and get back to hockey, but on hockey, I'm not, I'm not here to break down last night's overtime win. Good job. Good effort. Good job. You know, getting two points. Bad job letting Tampa get one, but still, you know, better than better than a loss. Um, you know, would have felt good about being seven points back if they'd managed to beat Florida, but they didn't, and so they're ten points back. And I, I don't, you know, I don't think there's any sense in pretending that they're really in this race. I, I just, I can't see it. Um, 
So I'm thinking about a week from today. You just you just heard Zach mention it. it the trade deadline in the NHL is coming up a week from today. I think four o'clock uh, next week, Friday, is when the deadline will hit. And the Sabers, to me, are <laughs> like a hundred percent not buying anything. Um, what they have to sell off in the form of you know p- future UFAs. I don't think it's super exciting. They don't have a big ticket item that's going to draw a lot of interest. You don't you, you you don't see a lot of saber names on the on the TSN big board as far as commodities that are out there. We, we've talked a little bit about this over the last few weeks. You know their their rental options: Kyle Oposo, Zemgis Gergensens, Eric Johnson. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. I, I don't think. That Eric Comrie would generate much interest uh, as a piece to uh, shore up someone's goaltending. So I think those are your pieces, and there's nothing to me enticing or barely interesting at all about the return you should expect on any one of those three guys. If they want to go to varying degrees, I think you should make an effort to trade them. Um, you know, if there's a market for them and someone wants to give you a sixth round pick or a seventh round pick, that's better than letting them leave for nothing. And especially if a guy like Oposo wants to go and, you know, try, try his hand in the playoffs, something he's not experienced since coming here, um, all those years ago, fine, send him on his way. Uh, same with Eric Johnson, same with Gergensen's. Um, and likewise, I would say, especially in Oposo's case, if he doesn't want to go, if he wants to stay here, finish out the season, he's the captain, he's got a young family, I would expect the Sabres to respect that and not just move him. And again, I'm fine with that because the return isn't, it's not, it's not like he's holding you back from getting some awesome return. Okay. You can remember like many years ago, this being a thing with, I don't know, Matt Sundin comes to mind with the Leafs. They were down. Wanted to, yeah, I don't really want to go anywhere. Uh, okay. Tough one. Um, in this case, I'm, I'm fine if, if they don't, if they don't move any of those guys, what I think there is an opportunity to do though, and it doesn't have to happen right now. There's not like time is pressing on the Sabres to do something that's outside of just selling off future unrestricted free agents to be, but I've, I've been liking the idea for weeks, if not months of them shopping Casey Middlestad and seeing what the market for him could be and seeing if there's a way to flip him and turn him into something particularly on the back end, but I wouldn't limit myself to that, but that's, that should be the target. I, I still think, you know, we spent, an entire off season last spring and summer talking about the defense core and the Sabres made a couple of moves that weren't uh, met with. They weren't received with uh, much acclaim and they've turned out to be deserving of about, about that. Like not much acclaim. Eric Johnson to me has been more of a liability than maybe anybody on the team when he's on the ice and Clifton is maybe just, um, yeah, just ho- holding steady. Like I, I, that's not a guy that I, I think is moving the meter, but I don't think he's exactly hurting them. He's just sort of treading water. 
Uh, so they still, to me, have the same need they went into last offseason with. And look, there's a larger conversation to have about management and decision-making and not having done enough last year that we're still here almost a year later talking about the same position on the team needing an upgrade when you had a whole offseason last spring and summer to do something about it and really didn't do enough or didn't do the right things. I mean, they brought in two guys, but two guys that have, again, not really improved things. So I think that still should be the target. And Middlestat, to me, while I loved his game most of this season, he's a little bit of he's had a little bit of a down, I think, lately. Uh, but great play last night in overtime to set up Darlene for the winner. And, you know, they get the two points in overtime against Tampa. Middlestat's had kind of a breakthrough year going back to midpoint of last year into this season, he's become a different player to me on the ice. Like the things that were his weakness or his weaknesses have become strengths. He hangs on to pucks. Um, I mean, he's an absolute horse on the walls and down low, and that just buys time for him to make plays, and he's kind of, he's broken through. I, I don't know that there's much more to give there, but even if this is his ceiling, I think he's become a nice, dependable NHL player. And, well, you're out there going, well, why do you want to trade him, you moron? Well, here's the thing. The Sabres have committed resources to forwards up front, especially centers in the form of Thompson and Dylan Cousins. And I know you need more than two, uh, but it's it feels like time for Casey Middlestad to get the contract. And I think you run a risk. They, they have his rights for two more years. He's an RFA this year. We clarified this with Kevin Adams the last time he was on a few weeks ago. As there was some confusion. I, I was confused about it. But it turns out, Middlestat does not hit unrestricted free agency for another, like two more off seasons. In other words, like, so they've, they've got him this year and even next year he's RFA. So you can, you can keep him. You have his rights. You, you can qualify him and play the hardball game with him. Um, but at this point with the breakthrough, I think he's had, he's in line for that contract. I don't think it has to be like the Thompson or Cousins contract, but it's it's close to that. Like a commitment is in order if he's going to be a part of the group moving forward. The trick is I don't think there's room for him to be a part of the group moving forward. I don't think I want to pay another center that big lifetime contract. And furthermore, I think it's high time we start taking this pool of prospects out for a ride. And by out for a ride, I don't mean trading them for NHL players. I mean bringing them up and expecting one of them to fill Casey Middlestat's role. Hell, Peyton Krebs, I think, can probably fill Casey Middlestat's role. I don't know that he'll hit the ground running and be a, I don't know, what is Middlestat on, like a 60-point pace. Um, I think Krebs has shown very positive signs prior to last night where he got shuffled back down the lineup and saddled with Robinson and Gergensen's as line mates after being maybe their most productive five-on-five forward for the games in which he got put with actual 
offensive capable line mates uh, in Benson and Paterka. So I think you already have a guy that can take the middle stat role on, and you should have someone coming behind him. Kulik, Savoy, somebody there should be ready uh, to, to step in. So rather than trade the kids, I think it's time. Middlestat, if you keep him around and just play the RFA game with him, I think you run the risk of souring the whole situation here. Like the vibes have been mostly really good. Like, oh, we got all these good young guys and we're committing to them and they all want to be here and they want to win together and all this stuff. If you go to Middlestat at this point and like, yeah, we're going to just qualify you, 10% raise, um, here's a bridge deal, I, I just, I, 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 think, I think that could be a mistake. Um, you know, from a lo- CBA standpoint, like, like logistically, you can do that. I just don't think it's going to get you where you want to be. And you have an opportunity with Middlestat right now to sell as high as you can. He's, he's, he's broken through. And so to me, there should be some marketplace for him for a a contending team that is looking for something more in the form of depth scoring, you know, second line center, maybe on a good team is a little lofty. Um, but I, I I think he he could be an upgrade. You look at a team like the Colorado avalanche, right? A cup contending team. Their second line center right now is Ryan Johansson and there is nothing happening there. Middlestad blows him out of the water production-wise. So that's just one team, one idea, but flipping Middlestad now for some sort of young defender to me that supplements what you've got here. I mean, I like the core of the defense. Samuelson had a real uneven year before getting hurt again, but Power and Dahlin, cornerstones, okay, excellent. Samuelson is signed long-term, okay, if I can find one more guy that can push Yoki Haru down the lineup a little bit, like if he's if he's my five, six, seven in that range with Clifton and Ryan Johnson, great. What I need is one more guy to sort of make that happen. And I feel like Middlestat should be the piece to help me accomplish that. To help Kevin Adams, I, I'm I'm not the one actually making these deals. Uh, to help Kevin Adams accomplish that, I th- I don't think that's unrealistic at all. I, I think it's it's in the window. It might be that it's something that waits until the summer. You know, it, it's not a. I mean, it's a it's a deadline deal for the team getting him, but the team getting him, like I'm after I'm after a defenseman. So I look at Colorado. And you know where I, I go right away? No, I don't think about Kale McCarr because Jesus, I mean, come on. But and, and this might be as almost as outrageous an idea because of how young he is. But Bone Byram is 22 years old and is a really nice player. And the question is: Is he how integral to what Colorado is doing is he right now? Like, can they can they divest themselves of him or Gerard, 25 year old? Signed for many years, reasonable contract, productive player. He's had some injury issues this year. He's played maybe barely half the games uh, this year. Is Colorado in in a, in a mindset to trade someone that's playing NHL minutes for them, or are they only looking to unload draft picks and prospects? Uh, if they are, then I'm on to the next team. 
Because <laughs> I'm not interested in that. I got, I got plenty of that. I have my cup runneth over with prospects and picks. I'm, I'm good there. What I need is an NHL player. And that, that can be a hard trade to make now because of what I'm saying here. Colorado is thinking about winning the cup. Would they like a guy like Casey Middlestat? Would he be an upgrade for what they have right now? Yes, I know. I think he would be. And some of you are going, really? They're good. I know. Middlestat's good. <laughs> I, I, I think that could work. But if they're not willing to give up an NHL defenseman, which they might not be right now, I would I would understand that, then, you know, maybe you got to wait and get into the offseason. It gets a little trickier because then you're into the RFA status with Middlestat and um, – you know, it it just it, it could get more could, could get more complicated, um, but I think this this is the time to start thinking about that. Maybe this is a deal that you talk about with teams and revisit in the summertime at the draft, or once we get to free agency or something like that. But I feel like the time is now for Middlestat. I I just don't think I don't I I'm not interested. Some of you might be. I mean, you probably noticed when we did talk to Kevin Adams last. How he said, uh, well, really, no one's untouchable. I mean, sure, theoretically, I agree. Your team is underachieving. Uh, we all know who you've committed to already. But, you know, if somebody calls me about Dylan Cousins, I'm going to listen. If somebody calls me about Tage Thompson, I'm going to listen. Like, okay, myself, depending on what is being offered on the other side. I mean, is there some incredible blockbuster type trade involving some other stud player on some other team that's underachieving Ottawa and Brady Kachuk come to mind? I don't know. Like, you know, then that's a whole different, that's a whole different area. But for now, I'm not thinking about making that trade. Um, I, Thompson, Cousins, Darlene, Power, like those are, I consider them, I, I guess I have to say untouchable. Um, again, would I listen? Well, yeah, but I'm not eager to like change that out. Middlestad is up. The timing is good. It, it's, it's time for him to get the contract and I just don't think it makes good sense for the Sabres to be the team that gives it to them. They've already got the Thompson and Cousins in on top of him. They've got Krebs and Savoy and Kulik coming up behind him, and there's a squeeze there. And so as much as I think you should appreciate, I appreciate the Middlestat breakthrough. It's been a nice story. He's not had the easiest of starts to his NHL career. Um but he, he looks like a good, dependable player. I don't think he's ever going to be an all-star level player, but he's become a nice player. I just don't think there's room for him, which I know sounds crazy. I've got a team that's been flirting with last place, and I don't have room for a good young player. Well, I've got a lot of good young players, and some of them I've already committed to. So that's how I land on middle stat. I, I don't think it's that complicated, um, but I, you know, I got some pushback on social media. Like, of course the Sabres. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We'll trade their leading scorer. He's not their leading scorer anymore, Dalene is. But anyway, yeah, he's been their leading scorer most of the year and has had a breakthrough season. So, wow, weird timing. Well, not really. If you look at the the way forward and their build of their team and who's under contract and committed to already. I th- I still feel like despite the down years they're having that Thompson and cousins outrank Middlestat. Like I'm still more bullish on them. I'd rather have them on my team right now, even than Middlestat, even though Middlestat's outperformed them this year. I think there's a, there's just more, there's more there. I think there's a higher ceiling with those two guys than there is with Middlestat. Um, despite what this year has looked like. So those are my top two centers. I've got Krebs sitting here. I've got these other guys. The squeeze is on for Middlestat, and I, I still think I have that opening on the back end of my team that I, I want to use Middlestat to fill. And so that's, that's my favorite idea for a week from now. I don't know. Again, it could be more of an off-season trade, but that's the only thing to me that's interesting about the deadline for the Sabres. You know, it is is if they find their way to making that deal. Uh and get an NHL defenseman on this team. Rasmus Anderson of Calgary is another idea. And they're they're kind of in the they're in the the place you don't want to be kind of like are we were they're clo- they're more in the race than the Sabres are. So They've already sold guys. I would expect that that will continue, but Anderson's not, his contract's not expiring. I think he's got another two years after this, if I'm not mistaken, at least another year. Reasonable, like four and a quarter million, I think, is what the numbers are on his contract. Like, that's an idea uh, to me. There probably are others. What do you think? Is there anything? You are looking to see the Sabres get done in the next week leading up to the deadline. Because, uh, that, that's the only real idea I have. Short of, you know, again, dreaming up a deal where Cousins and Brady Kachuk are traded for one another with a bunch of other stuff mixed in. Uh, which, again, that'd be super exciting and interesting. I'm not eager to, to attack that. I like Cousins. But, you know, Brady Kachuk, you know, you're talking about... a. Like franchise shifting trades, you know, on 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 the level of what Florida and Calgary did when Kachuk's brother Matthew forced his way out of Calgary. There has been some noise this week about that happening again with his brother Brady in Ottawa. Similarly, there was some noise earlier in the week about Pedersen out in Vancouver, but that seems to have quelled, and they're working on a contract extension. But 
you know, the the bright young star wanting out of a Canadian market is not a you know not a new concept. It happens. Um, so you know you could you could venture into that room, but that's a that's sort of more of a dreamland room. I feel like a Middlestad trade is squarely sitting in reality. <laughs> I, I I don't think that that's a far fetched idea at all. In fact, I I think it makes perfect sense. You know, not to you know compliment my thinking, but I I just I I don't. I don't think it's a reach. I don't think the timing's weird at all. I think it's almost perfect uh, to make a move. So what do you think? You got an idea you like for the trade deadline with the Sabres? As I said, we'll start here. We'll see how long we stay there. You have something to say about that. If you want to chime in here and get the conversation going, give me some ideas. 803-0550 is the number. As I said, a lot of football coming in the middle of the show. Sal Capaccio, fresh off the Indianapolis NFL Scouting Combine. He'll join me at 4. At 5, Matthew Collar. Been on the beat with the Vikings now since he left Buffalo. We'll catch up with Matt uh, at 5 o'clock. And then Paul Hamilton at 6 on the Sabres. I'm drinking coffee. It's sunny and warm out. The weekend forecast is nice. LFG, people. I am the Bulldog. Mike Shope has the day off along with Zach Jones. Thanks for listening to WGR. When it comes to Case particular, I really like him. I think he's a really good player for us. And my expectation is that we'll work towards the contract and, and get him signed. There's Kevin Adams from his last and most recent visit with us here on WGR talking about the way forward with Middlestat. And, like, yes, I, I was sitting here. I probably asked the question. Uh, I've heard the answer. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't buy it. Uh, I just don't think it, it adds up uh, that there's room for him uh, here. I mean, there is right now, but long range, there's there's other guys coming that I think you're going to want to pay. Paterka, Quinn, for example. Um, I just don't think there's going to be room to commit a big contract. And so I feel like this is a good time to to make a move with him. He's broken through, so capitalize on that. Uh, We'll see uh, what ends up happening there. I mean, you know, Adams, while saying that about his plan for Middlestat, also will tell you in the same conversation, he's listening on everyone. So someone comes calling with the right idea for Casey Middlestat, um, I would bet that um, a move gets made. 803-0550, that's that's my – almost only idea at the trade deadline. I just don't think the UFAs are that interesting to even talk about. I realized looking at their cap friendly page that I left Victor Olofsson off of that list because, because I forgot about him because he doesn't play anymore. So he's just Look not at that. Their number one trade piece for like three years, just not top yeah. of mind anymore. He's going to be a UFA. He's carrying a $4.75 million contract, and he's been a healthy scratch. So, I mean, good luck. He could fit a specific role for a team that wants to is going to get in the playoffs or maybe is in the race to get to the playoffs and needs, you know, a power play shot or whatever it is that maybe there's, maybe there's a very specific spot for him. Um but with that contract, it's going to be tough for, I think, a, a team that's up against the cap to find a way uh, to fit him in. Anyway, 803-0550. You got an idea you like? You got uh, an opinion on my idea about Middlestat? Love to hear it. 803-0550 is the number. Sal will lead us off this segment. Hi, Sal. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. 
Hey, thanks for taking my call, Bulldog. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, back to the middle stat, uh, Trey. I mean, it's it's a kind of a 50-50 chance here because what the comparison that I make, and just like you mentioned, middle stat's falling into his game. And I remember not too long ago, people were saying that he still belonged in the AHL. And the way what I compare him to is the Sam Reinhardt trade where Sam Reinhardt was really falling into his game. And now look where he is at mm-hmm. in Florida and Olafson specifically, like you mentioned, he's a healthy scratch. And towards the end of the year, last year, when we brought him back, he scored, I think two goals within six games. And so, I mean, he, I think just like you said, there could be a role for him at, at another, in another team. And we can keep right. middle stat mm-hmm. while bringing up prospects to help build maybe his game up a little bit so that's what i that's my opinion on that gotcha all right appreciate it yeah i don't think um i don't think you're getting something that's going to help you for olison that's the problem <laughs> uh I, I don't the re, you know i forgot about him i don't think he's that much more marketable than the other guys that are ufas um i know there's you know there's been he had a good year scoring goals last year but he can't carve out a regular role on a team that is floundering. I mean, I just don't think there's going to be a bunch of teams going, oh, yeah, let me take the rest of that $4.75 million contract and hope I get some goal. I mean, maybe. But it's not, to me, going to move the needle for the Sabres moving forward. You could offload him for something, but it's not, to me, going to fill a hole for you. It's not going to make me better on the back end. Middle stat, to me, is still young enough, marketable enough, and is having his best year so far of his career. Now's the time to jump at it, I think, uh, with him. Um, you know, I hear you about Reinhardt. I think what I'm worried about them doing with middle stat is what they did with Reinhardt, which is bridge him until he can leave. And look, you know, if – if you think that keeping the band together is a good idea, then you know you can do that, and you can keep going the way we're going here with Peyton Krebs centering grinders and sort of stand still. But and yeah, maybe go find a defenseman in free agency or some other trade. Uh, but I feel like Middlestat is the chip that could make that happen for you right now. And yes, he might. I don't know that he blossoms more than he's already blossoming. He he might be kind of at his at his level right now. Um, maybe on a, a different team with different matchups, uh, he produces a little more. But what I'm trying to do is keep my thing moving forward. And I think Middlestat being swapped out, getting another top four defenseman in a trade for him – makes my overall better. And I have enough coming behind him to make it not hurt. So that's that's how I end up there. Uh, thanks. Appreciate the call. Tom is next up. Hi, Tom. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Uh, thanks. Uh, so uh, I don't disagree with you that it would be good to bring in another defenseman. But if I was going to move somebody, I think middle stats become a core pay player for me. I'd look to move somebody like Cousins or Krebs and see what you could put together to get that. Uh, whether or not uh, you know Cousins with his contract now is attractive to other teams where he's playing, I'm not sure. But I, I kind of think Middlestad has proven himself. Uh, he's a consistent pro. He's going to be a second liner at least. And he can play with everybody. He's your guy who, mm-hmm. you know, when you have people go down, he can play anywhere. 
All right, thanks. I uh, I like Cousins way more than Casey Middlestat. I don't know. I, that, that could be a mistake on my part, I freely admit. Uh, Cousins has had a terrible year compared to last year, of course. And what you got to try to figure out is, was last year, you know, an aberration? Is he going to score? Is he a 30-goal scorer? Or is he this guy that we have seen this year? Um, I I just I think the skill set, the size, the physicality, uh, I think there's more there's more all around game there. I know he's not having the year Middlestat's having, but he is signed and is having a down year. So it, I feel like I'm going to do better moving Middlestat. Um, as much as I like Cousins, the contract can be a drag and make it harder to make a deal. Middlestat doesn't carry that with him. And so a team can decide whether they want to move forward with him. You you trade for Cousins, you are clearing room on your team. There's no contending team right now that is trading for Dylan Cousins. They, do, they don't have $7 million of cap room <laughs> to do it. So it's not, you know, it's not something you can really look at now, whereas I think Middlestat is still 25 that can fit with a contending team. They can move some stuff around and make it work, and you can pull it off. The offseason, you know, maybe that becomes another conversation. And, look, if Kevin Adams wanted to go wrecking ball on his build here just a, a, a year or two after rewarding these guys with these contracts, I'm not saying it's not called for. Uh, but I still feel like C- Cousins, Thompson, Darlene, Power are my, my big four. That I, I still think, despite how this year has looked, I would want to move forward with them, and I don't want to sign Middlestat to another contract here while I've got Thompson and Cousins in front of them. Tom is next up. Hi, Tom. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I see your your points on, on Middlestat, but I'm, I'm worried that most of what we got in the pipe is small, fast forwards. Too many small, mm-hmm. small small fast forwards you got benson up there he's proven to be good he's got good hockey sense the guys that are up there are good i think you got to make a decision between a Solvay or the guy they drafted after him before kulik he's over in the i don't know sweden or somewhere Oslin, you're thinking of i think yeah yeah or you know some one of the other one of these smaller other guys and then throw in a second rounder or a third rounder if you're getting a better defenseman in return and you and what do you want to do with Middlestat? Do you want to give him a seven year, six million dollar a year contract? No. Okay. Try to, try to sign him to like a four year contract or something. Okay. Well, that could work. Um, but I, 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 young and cheap does still matter. The Sabers are not encumbered by the cap at this point, but eventually they will be. I mean, they're still carrying, and and that's <laughs> I say that not even knowing like what what their plan is. Um, you know, are they ever going to be a team that spends all the way to the cap again? I I don't know the answer to that. We're we're not in a cycle where we're 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 going to find that out because they haven't had to make decisions like that. But it will come. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Soon enough. Paterka's going to be up eventually. Two more years. Quinn's going to be up eventually. Two more years. And to me right now, if I'm thinking about guys to extend long-term and commit to for the next four, five, six years, those guys are ahead of Middlestat to me. I, I think they're going to be better NHL players than him. And I, and I know what that sounds like right now because Middlestat's been the team's leading scorer this year. Um, but the, the young, cheap guys coming up, are, somebody's got to step into a role here. All right? Uh, Krebs, to me, does not get you what Middlestat can get you on the market. I mean, he's younger, but he's still he's more prospect right now than he is proven. And so, you know, yes, there's a risk in moving Middlestat. If I if I don't get his scoring from any of these other younger guys, I could be in some trouble. I recognize that. Uh, but all the same, I don't think it makes sense for them to commit a big contract to him and if they just play the hardball game with the RFA status and bridge him until he can leave, I don't see another way to get this defenseman, I guess, is what, is what I'm telling you. And so I still think they need it, and I feel like Middlestat is the piece that can really facilitate that. Thank you for the calls. Appreciate that. I'll uh, find the thing I'm supposed to read about how we like getting connected with everyone. Uh, and <laughs> say that for you here. We're getting connected with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia, West New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Hit a timeout here and come back. We'll take more of your calls on Sabre trade ideas. 803 is the number. We shift the football at the top of the hour. Sal Capaccio, fresh off a few days in Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine, will join me at 4, at 5, Matthew Collar, and then back to hockey at 6 with our Paul Hamilton. Mike Shope has the day off along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog, and you're listening to WGR. Thanks for hanging with us on this Friday afternoon. I am the Bulldog. Mike Shope has the day off today. Sal Capaccio in about... 10 or 15 minutes, review the way forward for the Bills this offseason, fresh off a few days in Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine. Today is uh, receivers talking day. The morning show had a, a riot. I, I saw this morning like every guy that was talking, Jer's right there, like quote tweeting it, like, look, th- this guy can't stop smiling about the Bills. So he's just ready to go on everyone. Uh, love it. Uh, love hearing it. Um, and so we'll see, like, what, you know, what, what, what 
that all unfolds as for uh, for the Bills as this offseason ramps up and gets going and all the salary cap moves. I, I, I do still think it, it's a little – we'll see after we talk to Sal. I, I, I wonder – maybe I'll pose this question to Sal. Uh, I've mentioned it a, a time or two. Like, is there one completely unrealistic-sounding idea that could get you to – Maybe they should redo the Diggs contract. Maybe they should redo the Von Miller contract. Open up some cap room. Is, is, like, is there some idea? Like, if you if you free agency is opening, what a, a it's a couple of weeks away still. Like mid March is what we're talking about. Um, like, so we're in here on that day, and you hear that Mike Evans is on a plane coming to visit the Bills. Like, do you, oh my God, <laughs> right? Is that is that he's older, but. Is that the kind of move that you go, like, okay, well, you know what? Um, yeah, I didn't really want to invite more cap mayhem moving forward, like next offseason and the offseason after that, but uh, the window is still open. I put that guy on the field. Like, let's play the feud. I don't know if that – I don't usually spend a lot of time getting lost in things that I think are completely unrealistic. Um but there's probably a way they could do that if they really wanted to. Like if Mike, if Mike, they find Mike Evans' agent, call, look, man, my guy really wants to come. He'll he'll work with you to keep the cap number down for this year. Yes, he wants to be paid, but we can make it work. And all you got to do is move this thing around and that thing around, and like let's go. I I wonder if 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 there's anything out there in that realm that appeals to, uh, to fans. Uh, if there's an idea that appeals to, well, I guess more importantly, of course, of course it would appeal to fans to varying degrees. Does it appeal to Brandon Bean? Like, is it enough to get him to go, well, I wasn't gonna, but you know, when I've brought this up a couple of times in the last few days, uh, Mike has said, like referenced Bean talking about the Josh Allen draft pick. That was maybe the the headline quote from the Bills GM and his media appearance in Indianapolis at the scouting combine was, well, you know, yeah, we pay, we paid a lot. Uh, if it doesn't work, I'm not going to be there anyway. And if it works out, who gives a blank? You could say the same thing about free agency. Like he wanted to just keep shoving futures down the road and know that the bills are going to end up in a worse cap situation than they already are in, in another year or two, but go for it. I don't know. Like maybe he could get there. I'm not predicting he will, but is there an idea out there that appeals to you in that realm? Michael Pittman jr. Like, I, I don't know. Like there, there you go. There's your, there's your new number one wide receiver moving forward. It's it's thirty million a year. But I mean, can, can you make it work? Can you move stuff around enough to make it work? Um, I don't think it's terribly realistic myself, but maybe worth considering at least just to have a conversation. You know, talking on the radio here. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number if you want to chime in at any point today. Love to have you. A lot of hockey here in the first hour. We'll get back to some hockey on the back end of the show when Paul Hamilton joins us in the six o'clock hour. But straight ahead, some football. Sal Capaccio. 
from the combine. Well, he was in the Indianapolis. He's home now. We'll review the week that was. Maybe we'll bounce this crazy pie-in-the-sky idea off of him. Uh, and a lot to talk about. His series running down the Bills roster, position by position, continues at WGR550.com. Safeties were maybe the latest installment that I saw, and there's some interesting nuggets in there that we got to talk with Sal about. So a lot to get to with Sal. So I'll shut up here. We'll take a timeout, get you the update, and then Sal Capaccio on the other side of the break. I'm the Bulldog. Mike Shope has the day off today. Thanks for listening to WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.